I don't know if that ambulance is gonna go away, so I'm gonna start. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Chris from Accent Out Loud, uh, the podcast that is trying to give you one man's perspective on accent modification and what I think is important for you to know if you're trying to change your accent or learn a new accent, right? Um, the feedback that I'm talking about is primarily about English, um, what I know as a native English speaker and as a professional speech language pathologist and what I think would be helpful for you if you're trying to pick up the English language and you really just want a little bit more feedback or a little bit more um, goal setting or guidance on what to do to take you to the next step, what to do to improve that English pronunciation. And what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is the idea of SMART goals. Now, I don't know what professional, what background you guys have, uh, whether or not you've heard about SMART goals. It's a pretty generic thing to my understanding. I use it in um, goal setting for patients at a hospital, um, when I'm targeting goals in their rehabilitation. Um, I know that other like business professionals, uh, other profession, uh, health uh, authority professionals also try to use it in their rehabilitative progress. I think it's just a great tool overall to help sort of make you more accountable to your goals and to, to choose things that are more realistic. So SMART is an acronym. It's separated into one, two, three, four, five different pieces that are important for setting, for goal setting. One, S, specific, M, measurable, A, achievable, R, relevant, T, time-based. So we'll go by them one by one to just try and teach you each piece. The idea behind it is that you are choosing goals that are actually things that you can address. A lot of times clients will come to me, they want to improve their English communication, but when I ask them to figure out sort of what do you want to do? What do you what are what what are your goals for this interaction? What are your goals for moving forward over the next few weeks? If you're paying me money, what do you want to get out of it? They have a very vague idea that isn't really hashed out well. The idea is sort of, oh, I want to get better at my pronunciation. Oh, I don't want people to ask me to repeat myself. Oh, I I just want to get better at communicating in English and being more confident in English, right? And those are great goals. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying those are shit goals. The idea behind it though, is that we need to flush them out a bit more because they're too vague. And if they're too vague, then it makes it a lot, a lot harder to know whether or not you're progressing and, or it makes it a lot harder to know, um, whether or not you need to change things up. Um, if my goal is to um, run a triathlon, right? right? That's my goal. If I say, I want to run a triathlon, there's got to be a lot of different sub goals or different sort of accomplishments that I need to do to prep for that, right? You can't just um, say, oh, I want to work with you so I can run a triathlon, right? There, there, there's things 
that need to be established, need to be understood, need to be broken down into more manageable goals to figure that out. So specific, it has to be pretty specific to sort of tailor exactly what you want to do, what you want to improve. If you're trying to run a, a triathlon, you have to know how to swim, you need to know how to run, you need to know how to bike efficiently, right? If you are really weak with one of those um, three aspects of the, of the triathlon, then maybe that's more something that you can be specific about, right? Oh, I really need to improve my swim time for, I don't know how long people swim, but in a triathlon, I've never done a triathlon. I have no interest in doing a triathlon, but I need to know how to swim, I don't know, the one kilometer. This is me guessing how long Actually, one kilometer sounds ridiculous. Um, uh, five, 500 meters? I don't know. 500 meters, I need to learn how to swim that in, I don't know what's a reasonable time. Three minutes? I don't know, whatever. 500 meters, three minutes. Let's do that. It has to be specific. So I need to know how to um, improve my front crawl so that I can swim this uh, 500 meters in three minutes measurable right that's the m part i need to to be a bit more specific about how i'm going to measure my success so if i want to swim um, measuring it is going to be a bit easier because 500 meters that's an actual um, a measurable goal right if it was something more vague, like I want to, I want to be able to swim um, for my marathon, right? That's a bit more vague because you don't, you don't, or my triathlon. I want to be able to swim for my triathlon. That's a bit more vague. Um, even then, it's a little bit better specified because it's in the context of a triathlon, right? If uh, sometimes people come in with goals that they want to get better, right? They want to get better at their English pronunciation. Well, how do you measure that? What does is, what is better mean to you? Does it mean um, in a day people ask you to repeat yourself maybe five times or less? Is it by not... By not having to correct yourself more than three times in a day when you're when you're speaking, is it um, by being able to uh, go a day, yeah, without anyone having um, difficulty understanding you? Like those are a little bit more better goals or better sort of examples of how you can make it a bit more measurable right achievable that's the a achievable it has to be something that you are it's within your your grasp right if i can barely lift 10 pounds but my goal is to lift 200 pounds um, that's not really achievable at this time at least so um, achievable is something right if there's no point in me making a goal to 
be able to, um, I don't know, uh, <clears throat> let's say, be a basketball player. There's, it's not an achievable uh, goal to be a professional basketball player, player when I'm currently 29 years old. I don't play basketball uh, even recreationally that often. Um, I don't, I never made a college team or anything like that. That's not an achievable goal at this point in time in my life. So not, not an appropriate goal, right? Are relevant, reasonable, realistic. Um, in my mind, it's pretty uh, similar to achievable. Um, but the idea is it's sort of relevant. It's sort of um, something that matters to you, something that aligns with what resonates with your interests. There's no point in me or you deciding on a goal that you're not interested in, right? If, let's say, you you tell me that you want to work on your pronunciation and you want to make yourself clearer when you uh, are communicating, but then I go and say, you know what, let's, let's work on your written your written um, expression, your writing, your, your ability to communicate via uh, typed words. That's not as relevant to pronunciation. So making sure that it's relevant and it's, it's actually relevant to what your, what your overall goal is. So if your goal is verbal communication, then writing, reading is maybe not as relevant in this specific circumstances. And T, time-bound, time-based, um, time-dependent, time-sensitive, whatever word you want. Basically, it has a time component to do, uh, to uh, set aside. So this goal has a time limit. You assign this goal to yourself. You have to, you have to put your money where your mouth is. You have to say, I'm going to get it done, right? You, you need that that built-in stress and accountability to sort of build up. If you make a goal with no time limit or to no time frame for accomplishing it, then you're not going to do it. Let's be honest. You have a lot of shit in your life. Everyone has stuff they're busy with. You're not going to do it if there's no sort of time frame that you need to get it done by, right? There's always reasons why we get the work done that has timeframes. If you have a deadline, you're going to get something done. If you sign up for a marathon and the marathon is happening July 1st, you better be doing those, 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 those exercises, the warm up, the practice, because June 1st or July 1st, when that, when that marathon comes around, you're shit out of luck. You're going to have to run it or you just bail on the whole thing. So time bound. Set aside a time frame where you want to get this goal done. Can you do it in one month? Can you do it in two months? Can you do it in three months? Whatever it is, you decide for yourself. You know yourself the best. Don't bullshit yourself on making some random six months or one year later. You can set aside time if you're serious about learning to improve your uh, English pronunciation. Say in two months, right? 
set it aside for uh, your next public speech, your next presentation, right? By the time I actually get my presentation done, I want to have this better pronunciation. So those are the five pieces, S-A-S-M-A-R-T. <clears throat> We're doing specific goals, measurable goals, achievable, relevant, time-bound. So some things that might be important for pronunciation, specific. Um, the sound that I make when I, I got to get this TH sound set. I got, I got to practice my TH sounds for words like think, um, that, those, thought, thank you, right? Yes, for those who are linguistically inclined, I gave voiced and voiceless THs examples. Uh, that's not the point. The, the point of it is talking about S-M-A-R-T, smart goals. So specific, I'm going to get this TH sound um, done at the beginning of words. I'm going to get I'm going to get it correct at the beginning of words, measurable, let's say 80% of the time when I'm talking, or I don't know, eight out of 10 times when I, when I use the TH sound, I got to get it eight out of 10 times. Achievable. Is that something that you can achieve? Yeah. A TH sound. If you practice it, you can, you can get it done. Um, relevant. Um, it's something that's going to be important in improving my pronunciation. That's something that I can buy into. That's something that I can see the benefit on. Great. And time bound. I'm going to do this, um, before my next, uh, I don't know, performance eval, um, for my job that I got. So let's say that's going to happen in two months. So I really want to make an impression on my boss to show that I'm, I'm, I can take a more managerial position and I can do more presentations. So I'm going to practice this TH sound so that I can, you know, really drive home that, that presentation that I need to give in two months time. Right. And these are goals. These are things that you want to be doing, setting aside, a, Maybe you have two or three goals that you're working on simultaneously to keep yourself um, busy. And the idea is you want to you want to make it fun. You want to make it challenging. You want to make it something that you look forward to. You want to push yourself. You want to improve. You want to have the journey of learning be a process that you can enjoy, right? If the entire process is uh, painful, not happy, you're just frustrated all the time, you're not enjoying yourself in your learning uh, process, then that's something that you need to come to terms with and sort of have that discussion with yourself about, is this something that I really want to be doing in my life? If I'm not, if you're not really interested in improving and learning about your, how to improve and enjoying that process, then it's going to be a rougher ride for you. But that's the thing I want you to do. I want you to pick up um, a TH sound as a goal and work it into, into, um, your conversations, work it into your daily life, right? Try to think of ways that you can use that. Let's say, you know what? Every time I, I buy some food or I buy some product, 
I'm going to say thank you, right? Thank you for opening that door for me. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Um, I'll be thinking of you. Thanks. Um, hey, thanks. I don't know. Just, just those are the ways that you incorporate it and have fun with it in your daily life to be practicing that TH sound, right? So hope that made sense. Um, I'm trying to think of another smart goal that you can do. Let's say maybe you always um, replace for you Spanish speakers out there. Sometimes um, there's that jumping between your Y sound and your J sound. So you might have um, yesterday become yesterday, yesterday. So your specific goal is, you know what, I'm going to really focus on getting that Y sound and not replacing it with the J sound. Um, so for words like yes and yesterday, I might slip up and say Jess and yesterday, yesterday. Um, so that's a specific goal. So in the beginning of words, I'm really going to try and get that Y sound down correctly. And the J sound is not going to come um, for that measurable. Let's say in a whole day, I'm going to try and go without saying it incorrectly uh, 10 times, right? I'm going to try and get that, that Y sound like I want it. So I've got a 10 life limit to my day. And each time I, I, I uh, replace the Y sound, yeah, with the J sound, yeah, I lose the life. So I've got 10 lives in a day. See if I can make it through the whole day without losing all my lives. Achievable. Is that something I can achieve? If I can produce the Y sound appropriately, the yes sound appropriately, then I, that, I think that's something that you can achieve. I think that's something that you can attain. It's not like you don't have the sound. It's not like you, you can't build, say the sound correctly. You just got to build that attentiveness to it, right? That, that conscious effort into it. Relevant. Is that relevant to improving my English pronunciation? Yes, it is. Um, that's one of the things that maybe people get a bit, uh, listeners get maybe a bit confused about. So yes, using that Y sound correctly is the way that I want. And it's a relevant goal for me. Time bound, time specific, time limited. I'm going to do this in two weeks. I'm going to really focus on this, this uh, sound. I can do it. I can bang it out. I can, I can achieve that. And then look for ways to, to, to use it, right? Look for, look for those Y sounds, uh, Y words that you're pronouncing um, and make a point of trying to incorporate them right? Try to build that confidence with the words that you're saying. Try to build that success in, right? Yes. Thank you. Oh, yesterday? Yesterday I went um, to the store and I told the clerk, yes, I, I, I do want to buy this, this jug of milk. <laughs> uh, I don't know what words I'm saying. I'm just making up sentences right now, but you get the point. You get the idea. Anyways, 
hope that was a little bit interesting for you guys. Smart goals. Um, I'll post all my show notes below and um, you can check them out on the podcast. You can check them out on my blog. Um, yeah, just another rant for me. Hopefully we're building the sort of framework for how I want you to be thinking about thinking. I want you to be thinking. We've got the Y and the TH um, about English pronunciation, how to make it fun, how to make it challenging for yourself. Uh, and I hope that's helpful to you. If you like what I said today, it resonates with you, you want to do more of it, let me know what I can do, what I can think of, what I can make silly. Um, that'll make you want to learn, right? This is all about trying to fire you guys up, trying to share my interest in helping others and share my interest in speech and language and pronunciation. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Have a good one.